0: This, this is the Rich Eisen Show. Daddy's hosting today, kids. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles.
0: Rogers, he doesn't want to play for the Patriots.
1: It never works out for the Jets, and it always works out for us. Does it? Forgot all those Jets playoff wins the last couple of seasons. We haven't had one in 12 years. Three Super Bowls since then. I understand. <laughs> all right. Today's gasps. Penn State cornerback Joey Porter Jr., Academy Award-winning actor Russell Crowe, Eagle Center Jason Kelsey, and now it's Rich Eisen. Facts.
0: Facts. It is the Rich Eisen Show. Eight four four two zero four 204 rich Number to dial here on the program. We've got a great guest list for you, and uh, you just heard it to start this program and it'll show up sometime on our Twitter feed. Who's on this program? If Chris Brockman could just stop watching the Masters for two seconds, I, uh, Rich, you know I, 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 I understand. I, know? I, I understand that. Um, on. Don't doing, worry, don't worry. Typing in Chris in Brockman will absolutely be part of today's program, even though he's not paying attention <laughs> already. <laughs> I mean, we're not even on the air, and and it's it's tough, but yeah, it's okay. It's, tough, man. it's okay. It's, it's day tough. two of the Masters. It's day two of the Masters. It's and it's okay. It. You could pop that out there on our Twitter feed. It's not, it's it's not like we have an Academy Award winner coming on the program. Uh, Russell Crowe's on this show. Hey! Yeah, are you not entertained? I always am. You will be, because Jason Kelsey's in studio all hour three. Future Hall of Famer, Jason Kelsey. I
1: mean, I think so.
0: On this program, all hour three. He is in town for what just wrapped up at the NFL Network, the NFL broadcast boot camp every year. The NFL and NFL Network and the rest of uh, um, a whole bunch of folks from the NFL media community converge and uh, and put 24 current and former NFL players through the uh, broadcast boot camp paces to see if they want to do this job for a living or continue as jason kelsey is play football for a living and also have a uh, a career uh, he and <laughs> and travis kelsey have a very popular podcast i've been on it the new heights podcast anyway jason's in studio uh, live hour number three, Russell Crowe, who's got a new movie that T.J. Jefferson has already said he's not going to see <laughs> because he's scared to see the Pope's exorcist. I mean, scared. I don't know if I'd say that. Hey. All right, Yeah, I'm scared. It looks terrifying. Hey. But, yeah, I mean, I will...
2: but cocaine bear, have at it. <laughs> <laughs> have at it. There's a reason for that, though, Rich. Yes. Because certain movies, right? I don't like Freddy Krueger, Jason. They're scary, but they're not real. Okay. So you can go like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're oh, talking okay. exorcisms Got it. Got it. and voodoo, Got devils. It. That they're stuff not, is real. So that's yeah.
0: the stuff that scares now, me. Now, Russell Crowe plays the Pope's exorcist in this film, and there is apparently such a thing, which is what intrigued Russell Crowe to do this film. Are you telling me the bear doesn't really sniff cocaine? Is well, that what you're saying? No, I'm sure bears said based on a true story at the beginning of that film. I'm
2: sure bears do ski, but like mm-hmm. I don't necessarily spend a lot of time in the woods, so that's okay. why. I mean, they, I'm not worried they, about the bear. And,
0: and hello to TJ Jeff- uh, TJ Jefferson's yeah, best friend
2: Michael Del Tufo. By that's the way, why I, I was it. up all night with the orchestra redoing the music Thank for the golf. <laughs> I was working God. all night. Oh, you have new music? I have up? No, we we re-recorded. I oh, went to you slowed studio. it down. I went to the studio. Okay, so
0: let's give it a whirl. Not yet. You want it now? Yes, because Chris Brockman, I assume, um, he's been so focused on the Masters. Did he you did you put out the show lineup? Did um, you do I'm that? I'm waiting
1: for a picture of Russell Crowe Rich Eisen right
0: show. Okay, so don't let's no, not well, do that. Wait, let's just wait, yet. let hold it. Because guess who's taking a stroll uh, a stroll in the woods? It, the tiger. No, I'm kidding a baron coat by the way him oh. he just sees tiger woods on the screen right now i saw right him now. On he goes, screens, I'm tiger <laughs> he knew sorry rich no sorry, Mike. i got excited i love he's tiger. kind of like you with Donnie the baseball the guy who's currently yeah, taking a tiger. stroll through the woods and the azalea and the uh, pine straw none other than brooks kepka who is absolutely on a tear in round number 2 he shot 7 under par for his first round and the Inclement weather is apparently coming here to Augusta later on this afternoon. So if he can go and hide and stay dry while everybody else is battling raindrops and inclement weather and he can go and get a a low number, well, that would be to his benefit. And right now, this man is 11 under pars. We're conversing with you having just parred the 14th and he's heading to the par 515 and he can make some hay there, maybe fire a dart on 16 and go even lower. And he currently is. He right now has a four-stroke lead on Jason Day. That is the only individual closest to him, along with Victor Havland and John Rahm. Again, they're seven under par, like Kepka was after the first round. He, however, Kepka will be in the clubhouse when Hovland and Rahm go out there when the rain is apparently supposed to come towards Augusta National. And Brooks Kepka as we all know, is part of the Live Tour. And the Live Tour at this point last year was just, that was all that was done. I was dominating everything is who's going, who's going to leave the PGA Tour, who's already left the PGA Tour, how's the PGA Tour going to respond? We now know who's left the PGA Tour, and we now know how the PGA Tour is going to respond. They responded by shaking the couch cushions and rattling the old ashtrays in their my box and uh and and found a whole bunch of money so the PGA tour players who stuck around certainly reaping benefits of the live players leaving for the live tour
1: and the thing is rich at this point last year brooks kepka our first run leader had not left not yet for the Live Tour, Dustin Johnson was kind of the first big active name. Of course, Phil Mickelson did not play in the Masters last year after his comments from uh, the Alan Shipnuck book surfaced. And and so it was kind of a whirlwind of speculation, Correct. of rumors. Cam and Smith it, hadn't left in Lindo, yet. Cam Smith, we know, didn't leave till July. Brooks Kepa didn't leave till June after the U.S. Open. So now to see where the game is right now, a year later, not a lot of these Live guys are playing well today you know, in this tournament, except Brooks, who is now healthy, won over the weekend at yes, the event in Orlando. Which and- a lot of people
0: didn't notice. If he had won on the PGA Tour, everyone would be like, well, look who's coming in with a whole head of steam. Exactly. Nobody mentioned how, you know, there's a couple of winners coming off of yeah. last weekend, that and Brooks Koepka is one of them, but it still doesn't stop the media from asking all the Live players right. if if they're feeling uncomfortable, if there's anything awkward, if there's anything off about appearing at the 2023 Masters. This is Sergio Garcia having an interesting uh, back-and-forth with a member of the media after his first round on Thursday. How normal did it feel coming back here and playing and just concentrating on your game?
1: Totally normal. Yeah. Just you, guys, you, thing, guys, yeah. you guys need to stop it. I mean, you guys are making a big deal out of this, and it's you guys. No, it's
2: not.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I mean, I've had nothing but great things from every single player that I've talked to, so just... Please stop it and just talk about the masters and you know.
0: Well, I, I think actually, in defense, I think actually was thinking it's just you haven't had as many
3: reps as sometimes you normally would. How did you feel coming playing this golf course because of the? No, reps you
1: I had? don't think you meant that. But uh, <laughs> I did. I did play. <laughs> I played uh, one, two, three, four. I played five tournaments coming in here, so it's pretty good. I mean, there's 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 been times where uh, I probably. Maybe you haven't played that much coming into here. Uh, But it's usually around that, you know, four, five, six tournaments. So um, that wasn't, uh, you know, that wasn't the problem.
0: Says the man wearing his Fireballs GC golf shirt. Because that's the name of his team on the Live Tour, by the way. I am not surprised. On two things. I'm not surprised the question's still being asked of him. Yeah. And and by the way, he's going to get live tour questions. Sergio, you're going to get live tour questions the rest of your life. This is now on your resume. (laughs) But he should be at least thankful the question isn't like, you know, hey, you took all this money from the Saudis. That's not going to make him feel different playing the Masters. And he was then asked, you know, Sergio wouldn't let this reporter have a kick save and a beauty business and i'm just asking you about your preparation for it it's a little <laughs> yeah. different he's just like well i played five tournaments now and the guy's like that, that's what i meant the first question Sergio's like, eh, i don't think that's what you meant i'm not, I'm not gonna he, let and you and off and that again hug.
1: sergio pointed out though i've i've played more recently than sometimes i had in previous masters yeah. these guys went to live and told us that they wanted to play less but, golf well and plus the tournaments aren't and the same. Paid, it's
0: not the same. It's just not the same. <laughs> it's not the same when you're wearing a fireball shirt and there's music and everybody's a shotgun start and there's no cut that you're made. It's just not the same. But I'm also not surprised that he's just like, yeah, I'm, there's no awkwardness here. Because if you're now a member of the PGA Tour, wouldn't you thank him? Wouldn't you thank him? Okay. Hey, money's up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Life's better. I mean, Truly.
1: And Sergio I, wasn't a factor anyway. And so. plus,
0: the same people who yep. didn't talk to him before probably still aren't talking <laughs> to him now either. <laughs> yes.
1: but, it, but
0: wouldn't you? Wouldn't you think if I'm a if I'm a PGA Tour player and I see Sergio, hey man, how you doing on that tour? Because everything's great here. Yep. Right. You know. So
1: as Jason Day gets to eight under. <laughs>
2: By the way, if you leave and go to live, can you come back? That's no. That's the
0: question. Uh, no.
1: <laughs> well, well, and,
0: and, and, no. But if if Brooks Kepka wins this tournament, and you've pointed out that everybody is wearing their Live Tour shirts, right? And
1: yeah, they are. They're wearing their kind of team in jersey. Polo, but it doesn't so look like
0: Brooks is. Is he?
1: It doesn't. Okay. So, so let's
0: just say. Let's just say because you know Greg Norman has mentioned and I believe he was not invited to this year's Masters. Uh, Greg Norman's going to be the, at
1: the Masters. He has to buy a badge for um, right. the secondary market like Correct. everybody else. Oh. Yeah,
0: he was not he was not given uh, the uh, entree yeah. from Augusta National. The the chairman Fred Ridley uh, I mean, made that made uh, that uh, yeah. a point a pointedly remarked on that. <laughs> okay. And so but Norman has said, "Hey, all the live players are going to stick around." in case one of the live players wins they'll all be on the 18th green to welcome them off and assume it's Kepka right now the way that he's playing he'd be in the final group just extrapolating it all out right mm-hmm. and that they'll all the live players will be there although could you imagine if you miss the cut are you going to stick around just for old live's sake <laughs> you, Kevin Na he it's Kevin just- Na went out when the first just six holes he withdrew hey, you know there was a what do you call it namas you know. <laughs> like a little, no, after six illness, holes, it was illness,
1: namaz. Illness.
0: And so he, he la- we'll see how they all stick around, because it sure looks like Kepka's is going to be in this mix to the very end. Could you imagine, what if Kepka said, hey, in front of all his Live Tour com- colleagues, as the jacket gets slipped on him, I want to come back to the PGA Tour. Well, are they tell him? No? With his jacket?
2: What yeah. a moment that would be. Also, Rich, but on the flip side, right? Then they try to figure out what you asked. Okay, but what if it's this? How bad does it make them feel if he takes that jacket over to the live side? Well, that's what they're hoping for.
0: And they're hoping that you're like, wow, I haven't seen Kepka play in a while. Wow, he's amazing. I can't wait to see how he follows it up. The issue is, though, is you got to go find it. It's on the CW, which, by the way, you can see here on 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 Roku, and you, you you're streaming it on the CW app, and you're streaming it on the CW platforms, and every other platform that has that, you got to go find it, and then you got to sit there and say, okay, is, is Kepka gonna beat Fireballs? You know, like it's a different watch, but I, and like, that's the idea is that they're hoping a younger audience will get into this version of of golf. And the team aspect, and the the shotgun start aspect, and the zero history aspect, and the not missing a cut aspect. Like they're hoping you will do that. No, the me, question is: is will they? I I I I don't think so. I mean, after a while, you know, the next weekend uh, after the Masters, you, you might. It's Easter. You're going to go check out where When's the live? I don't know. What does the live play every weekend? I don't even know. Yeah. Do they play every uh, weekend? No, they don't. Okay, they, they uh, kind
1: of play on the PGA tour, kind of off. League. So
0: when's when's there when's the next live event? I don't know. Now this is what they also want us to talk about. It. Yeah.
2: See, I, and I say I ask this as someone who doesn't know, but I would assume that if the PGA, if that jacket shows up on live, that would kind of feel like to give you a wrestling analogy when Ric Flair showed up in WWE with the wcw championship yes like, that would seem to me to be something that the pga would have to be like Duh. oh i mean they wouldn't be terribly thrilled about it but
0: you know next... they have
1: an event in two weeks okay. in australia
0: so you're gonna have to figure out when you're gonna watch it in australia in two weeks <laughs> so <laughs> that's where the jacket will be go check it out um you know that's 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 part of the drama, but no drama amongst the players, as Sergio Garcia pointed out okay. <laughs> in his Broke. fireballs GC golf shirt.
1: <laughs> as as Brooke Kepska has, I don't think that's what you Twelve mean. feet for eagle on 15 right now. Um,
0: oh boy. And if he draw, if he drops this, he's th- no, he didn't drop it based on your he reaction. He but he'll
1: tap in for birdie to okay. go to 12 under. 12 under.
0: There you go. As we hit our first break of our Friday program of Masters Friday, he will have still a four-shot lead over Jason Day. But 12 under, you can go run and hide and go stay dry in the clubhouse watching everybody else battle the raindrops. And yep. it's entirely possible Kepka doesn't pick up a stick till Sunday if you're saying Saturday is a complete and total washout. Yep. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. So is uh, is, our, is is our everything on at Rich Eisen's show now? We're up. Okay, very good. <laughs> very good. Russell Crowe on this program. Jason Kelsey in studio all hour number three. Two versions of what's more likely. We've got a baseball version of what's more likely coming up at the top of hour number two. We've got a football version of it that will play with Jason Kelsey in hour three. And we'll take a break. Joey Porter Jr. When we come back on the Rich Eisen Show on a Friday. Is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit gametime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, 844-204-RICH, number to dial back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network as part of the live stream on the Roku channel. Sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. One of the top corners available in this year's draft. Actually, I, mean, I, 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 can, I can say this. Three weeks from today, at this point in time, this man's draft journey will be over because he will hear his name on the first night of the NFL draft. The only question is when and who will take one of the top corners in this year's draft out of Penn State. Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show is Joey Porter Jr. How are you, Joey?
3: I'm doing good. How are you doing?
0: I am doing very well. I am doing absolutely well. So let's talk about uh, where are you right now? Where do I, where do I'm I speak? Actually
3: in, uh, I'm actually in Pittsburgh right now. You are.
0: Huh. Yes, sir. You're visiting the Steelers?
3: No, I already did my visit. I actually live in Pittsburgh, so I'm training down here.
0: Of course you live in Pittsburgh. That makes sense. Uh, is that where you grew up? Is that, is that where you have grown up in Pittsburgh, PA? Uh,
3: no, actually I was born and raised in Bakersfield, California. Okay. I moved to Pittsburgh my freshman year of high school. Okay, freshman
0: year of high school. All righty, Joey. <laughs> so um, where have you visited? Walk me through your, your top 30 visits. Who have you seen? So far.
3: You yeah, run. so I actually started off with the Steelers. That was my first local visit. And then um, I went to the Commanders. I went to the Raiders. Then I went to Baltimore.
0: Okay, so you just visited Baltimore.
3: You're yep. just
0: fresh off of Baltimore. Let's kind of take it, uh, the, the first one. Pittsburgh, for you to be chatting with the Steelers to play professional football potentially for them, what, what goes through your brain when you, when you you when that happens for you, Joey Porter Jr.?
3: Uh, just really the history of my dad and everything that he's done for the sport and for the Steelers. Uh, that just come to mind, and they, they talked to me about that a little bit, and also what I could bring to the table. So it was it was a great conversation.
0: No, and of course you're you're insanely talented in your own right, and you mentioned your dad's name. D- did you meet with Tomlin when you when yeah. you? Okay, I I, I got to be. I, how many times have you met Tomlin before that though, Joey Porter Jr.
3: Are you talking about like through the process or just in general? In general, in life, for you, with Tomlin, uh, a lot of times I can't even count. I mean, I was, <laughs> I, I was over his house a couple of times because I was great friends with his uh, son. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we have a great relationship. So
0: you grew you grew up with his son, is what you're saying?
3: Uh, yeah.
0: This must have been wild for you, right? <laughs> I, I'm seriously because. Uh, again, this is a dream for you. This is your dream come true here, and the fact that you're you're visiting a, in a work relationship with Mike Tomlin potentially, that uh, again, uh, that that just me must have been a little bit out of body, for you a
3: little bit, right? A little bit, but but it was uh, it was it was great. Uh, I haven't seen him in a while, obviously, because I've been in Penn State and taking care of business, same as him. So it was it was a it was a good reunion to see him and to see some of the staff there. I've been going there since I was a kid, so I've seen a lot of old faces. I already knew the facility. It was just—it was like a—it was—it was a great visit.
0: What's your first football memory, Joey?
3: <sighs> my first football memory—I was—I remember I was living in Florida for a time because my dad played for the uh, Dolphins, mm-hmm. and I was six years old. And I went to my first padded pa- practice, and I went—I went against a kid named Sammy the Bull, and. He hit me so hard, I started crying, and my dad's like, oh, yeah, you're not playing football. He took me home, and I was just begging him to let me play. And the next day, I begged him enough to take me back out there the next day, and I hit Sammy the Bull. I had a pick. I had a great practice, and that's when I was like, okay, I can play football.
0: Okay, that's when you can play football. There's a photograph (laughs) that that, that we're going to put on the screen here, and it sure looks like you're in your dad's arms uh, in Detroit, Michigan, after the win- for the Steelers, for Tomlin and Jerome Bettis in Detroit, Michigan, in Super Bowl 40. Do you remember that night yourself, Joey? How old were you that night?
3: I was like six years old that night. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do remember, I don't remember the whole game. I remember going down there the confetti. Uh, I remember going into the locker rooms a little bit. It it was a blur, but... um, I definitely remember something. It was a great experience.
0: I was I was on the field that night. It was um, the third Super Bowl NFL Network ever covered. We just finished our 20th. And um, do you know who the star of Super Bowl week was leading up, even though Jerome Bettis was going home to Detroit and it, and it was all about Jerome? Do you know who the star, the media star that week was, Joey Porter Jr.?
3: Yeah, I, I do. It was, it was my dad. Fast yes. <laughs>
0: talking. <tongue. laughs> oh yes, it was. Uh, I he d- do you did d- do you know who he was going after? Do you remember the tight the, end? The tight end. I don't remember his name. His name I, is I Jeremy Stevens. Oh gosh, did he just light him up? And um, and we had him on NFL Network pretty much every day, and he was great. I've I've known your dad for a very long time, um, and do you have that? In you as well, or you have a different style and personality, for you.
3: Um, I'm kind of I'm, I'm more laid back and calm off the field, but when it's, when I'm on the field, I, I definitely kind of have that in my game. I love to talk trash. That I feel like that's part of my game, and, and it brings it brings joy to the sport a little bit.
0: What else are you bringing to the NFL, Joey Porter Jr.? Team drafts Joey Porter Jr. They get fill in that blank for me.
3: They get a top dog competitor that's gonna that's gonna bring it every time he steps on the field.
0: And um, what else do they get in terms of the X's and O's?
3: Um, they're just going to get a guy that's ready to play, a guy that's going to be held accountable for his uh, mistakes and uh, really just trying to get the respect in the locker room. That's the biggest thing for me because that's how you, that's how you earn your respect from your peers is just to come in and work hard every day.
0: Joey Porter Jr. here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. Uh, who did you meet with at the combine? Who did you chat with?
3: I chatted with a lot of teams. I think it was twenty-three teams total. Twenty-three. Um, it was a long list, to be honest.
0: Man, I, I mean, that is again, and and one of the reasons why I bring that up is a lot of people think, okay, guy goes to combine, does an on-field drill. That's the end of it. How, how long were like? Wh- how long was your day at the combine? How long was that? <laughs> You're laughing. It, at
3: it was a it was a very long day. It was, I was mentally tired every day. Uh, but I feel like that's, they're doing that just to get us ready and prepared for what we got coming. And I kind of knew that leading into the combine. My dad was always in my corner, telling me, telling me about this. So I was, I was ready for the moment.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, so you you met with twenty three teams at the combine. Who are you meeting? Walk me through between now and draft night, um, which is, if I'm not mistaken, twenty days from from this conversation. What do you got for me?
3: Uh so yeah, I, I have I have Carolina coming up next and then I go to I go to the Saints after that and I end it off with Philly.
0: Carolina'll
3: that'll be, that'll be the end of my thirties.
0: Yeah. Carolina, Saints and Philadelphia. So are, when yeah. you go when you go visit with Carolina, do you say, Yeah, I'm the first overall pick? Do you say those words out loud?
3: <laughs> Joey? Uh I don't come out and just say that, but if they ask me then I'm I'm gonna definitely say yeah, I'm the first overall pick. Yeah. I mean I feel like in this sport, you, you've got to have that kind of confidence. And, and if you don't, then I don't know why you're in this sport.
0: That's right. you got to speak it into existence. We just did of that. Course. Okay, so <laughs> where are you going to be draft night?
3: I'm going to be in Kansas City.
0: You'll be in Kansas City. Okay. Yeah. And so who's going to be with you? Walk me through the Joey Porter Jr. plus what? Plus 20? What are you, plus 15s? Walk me through who's going to be there that you think. Huh? I, I got
3: So my dad's actually – was born in Kansas City so we have family down there wow. it's kind of like a full circle type thing so i'm gonna have i'm gonna have a i'm have everybody down there it's going to be it's going to be a lot of people
0: so who's handling that for you who's handling all that for you my mom <laughs> of course what's your mom's name we've mentioned your dad a million times yeah my mom's name is Christy Porter okay so what what does she mean for you what's that moment going to be for you and your mother again we we've been talking so much about your dad you you bear his name. You're a junior, but what's the moment for your draft going to be for you and your mother, Joey?
3: Oh man, it's, it's going to mean a lot. She she was one of the main reasons why I'm here today. Um, she was always in my corner. Everything didn't go right at the beginning, but she really stuck by my side and helped me through this journey. So I have nothing but but a love for my mom, and I'm thankful.
0: So she's handling the tickets and handling all the all the logistics for you. That's what she's yes. doing. Okay, uh-huh. and then what about uh, the wardrobe? Is that all picked out already? You yeah. got that?
3: Yeah, that's picked out already. Okay, yeah.
0: what do you got for me? Anything?
3: I can't. I can't tell you right now. It's going to be a surprise on draft night.
0: Okay, so you're gonna wear you're gonna wear Michigan colors? Is that what the surprise is? You're gonna wear maize and blue? What do you got? No.
3: No, I'll never put on that color. <laughs> Come on now.
0: <laughs> Come on now. Okay. Come on now. I don't know. There's some there. There is some maize in the NFL. You might have to you might have to. I mean if you're a Charger for instance and there's a lot of mock drafts that have you landing there, you know, it's powder blue, but sometimes it is it's kind of dark navy blue and the you know the lightning bolt is is yellow, it's maize. You might have to yeah. do that. You might have to do I, that.
3: If I have to do that then I'm fine with it, but if it's anything Michigan I'm not mm-hmm. I can't do it.
0: Okay. So uh, have you reached out to Micah, anybody any, anybody in the Penn State community to just kick the tires on what it's going to be like to be a pro, anything like that, Joey?
3: Yeah, um, I, talk to, I talk to them constantly. There's a couple of great guys that came through Penn State that's in the league right now. Um, I talk to Han, uh, Tariq Castro-Fields, Micah, Jesse Lupetta, just some of those guys that took me under their wing when I first got here. So, yeah, I talk to them kind of like every day.
0: What's your favorite Micah Parsons story? Do you have one?
3: Favorite <laughs> Michael Parsons story. Oh, that dude's a wild guy. So I, there's a lot. There's a lot of stories about him. Um, um, I'll just say the first. The first day I got here, mm-hmm. he had a dog, and the dog was vicious. I mean, like nobody could be around this dog but him. And I'm at his house, and I'm playing Madden. And I'm about to win the game, and he got so mad that he sucked. He his dog on me where I couldn't even kick the field goal to win a game, and I ended up losing. What? And I'm like. This dude is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean he sicked his dog on you? What? What are you
0: talking about? What was the dog's name? Do you remember? Uh, I think Brutus. Okay. That was the dog's name. Okay, Brutus. It was a
3: wild name, and He just started whispering in his ear, and his Brutus just looked at me. And he started <laughs> growling and stuff. And I'm like, get your dog, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you lost that uh, particular Madden contest, is what you're saying? I did. All right. I did. Well, let's just maybe get it done one more time, but let's do it fair and square. No Brutus, no nothing. You just try and kick a field goal, and you'll beat Micah Parsons. But he's, he
3: doesn't want to do that because he knows I'm better than him in Madden. Uh, that's, a, that's a conversation for another day. Joey
0: Port- so, he's, so you're Joey... And he's the Jeremy Stevens of this situation. <laughs> Joey and he's the Jeremy Stevens of this situation. Pretty much. Oh, got I'm it. here
3: and he's down there. That's right. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm talking
0: about. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, that's what he did. He went Joey and he put his hand all the way up in the air and Jeremy, like as low as it possibly could Joe oh my gosh. So you've seen it. Okay, very good. Send my best to your dad. Um, I do hope to see you in Kansas City. And then let's chat uh, when you you land somewhere. I'd love to continue our conversation and keep following you. Thanks for the time.
3: Definitely. Definitely.
0: Thanks for the time. You got it. Congratulations in advance of your dream coming true for your own right. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's Joey Porter Jr. of Penn State University and soon to be of the National Football League here on the Rich Eisen Show. Guys, I'm telling you, you were part of that crew back in the day in 2006, calendar year 2005 season. And it was all about Jerome. It was all about Bettis, who fumbled, if you recall, in the playoff game in Indianapolis. And if it wasn't for Ben Roethlisberger's tackling ability,
1: right? Throws his leg out and trips the guy. If he,
0: if, okay. And then I think, did the idiot kicker miss? Was that the idiot kicker? Was that the, that was that was that the that Mike Vanderjatt? Was, was that a idiot. different year? It was not
1: that. was kicker. a different year. Okay, pardon idiot. me.
0: I just like saying the words idiot kicker. Yep. All right, so the Steelers make it. And if you recall, they all came off the plane wearing Bettis's Notre Dame jersey, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, right?
1: yeah. throwbacks.
0: And it was all about Jerome. Mm. He's coming home. He's retiring. He's out. And it's all about Jerome and the upstart Seahawks are coming in with Sean Alexander, Matthew Hasselbeck, Mike Holmgren's taking another team to the Super Bowl. I believe he was at the time joining Parcells as the only coach to take multiple teams to a Super Bowl. Might be wrong on that. But there he was. It was all about that. And Joey Porton, we're just all like, okay, Jerome this, Jerome that, Jerome that, Jerome this. What else are we going to talk about? I guess talk about Sean Alexander and that stout Seattle running game. You could talk about Mike Holmgren back, right? Talk about Ben Roethlisberger and his ascending career in year two after that incredible rookie season. And then Joey Porter started talking. Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs>
0: Lighting up, of all people, Jeremy Stevens, the tight end who was very brash, and we all know, if you Google up everything else that went on in his life yeah. after, but my gosh.
2: And, and Porter was given, like, a gag order before the game by the Steelers because they knew he was going to say something wild, and then... Stephens made his comments in that fiber call. It, it was off. It was off, and he would say
0: <laughs> he was just in response to you know Jeremy. Stevens said this Joey like what, and he goes, uh, "He he just lit him up." <laughs> talked about how evidence. there's who is he? Yeah. And there's Joey, and he put one arm up in the air, <laughs> and there's Jeremy. Joey, Jeremy, and then I think we reached out for Porter to show up on NFL Total Access at the Super Bowl down at the Convention Center when. Mm. And he, he would, I, if I recall, he showed and he just went in he went in all in again. And there was a new analyst on the set wondering what the hell am I doing sitting here and in, in the middle of all this craziness. And his name was Steve Mariucci. <laughs>
2: you oh, know, yeah. one of the greatest sports moments ever is Jerome leading the Steelers out of the tunnel. Cause they told him they were going to let him lead. And he ran out yeah. and the whole team stayed back and he turns and just gives out this scream and it, Gives you goosebumps. And
0: then the next year the Steelers opened the season at home and Bettis was there. And I remember we were there as well of NFL Network, part of opening night. That was way back in the day when we were we would show up to opening night events and treated hugely for our network, even though it wasn't our game. They he he showed up in a in a bus. There was a yellow school bus. That brought him onto the field. Place went nuts. Terrible towels everywhere. I'm getting goosebumps just remembering it. And um, I remember it because it was one of the few times that I was in Pittsburgh, to this day, where I wasn't freezing my absolute you-know-what off. <laughs> it's a yeah.
2: beautiful September Pittsburgh night. Pittsburgh
0: loves man. huge night. And Joey Porter Jr. is now in the league. And Mike Tomlin's interviewing him.
2: Hey. He's like, like how it, many times have I met him officially or unofficially? <laughs> he's, I mean, honestly, he's like
0: growing up with his kid. You yeah. know it's Joey Porter Jr. You don't, have to, you don't have to do any character test on him. You think there's any chance uh, it is. Oh, yeah. Steelers. he oh, goes yeah. by the Steelers in the oh, draft? Oh, yeah. Pittsburgh is drafting, let me get it right here, 17. Do You think there's any chance he slides by them? Uh, uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he goes past 17. By the way, you know who would, who would love that is Detroit at 18. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's long. When I saw him in person at the Combine, I'm like, whoa. He is, he's exactly the type of long corner. You want, if you're into the long corners, Mm -hmm. I think the whole league is, he's one of them, man. He's a banger too, man. So let's take a break. Um, Where is Anthony Richardson today? We know. And then his whereabouts throughout the rest of the week may inform how this draft goes three weeks from last night. Love talking Anthony Richardson. That's next, and Chris Brockman with a Masters leaderboard update. Mike, get your new—we're ready. The- produced We're ready. music oh, ready,
1: Mikey. Yeah. all right. That's
0: coming up next. Don't miss it. Russell Crowe also still to come.
1: Afford anything? Talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about.
0: Eight four four two zero four. 204 rich number to dial here on this program. So, Brooks Kepka just had a, a a meaty par putt on 17, and he completed it, and he heads to 18. Um, 12 under par, three-shot lead on Jason Day with, I guess, inclement weather coming before, just as uh, we go off the air today, right? Chris, yeah, yeah, the, like. yeah,
1: the bad weather's going to start about, you know, anywhere from 3 to 5 know. Eastern. I
0: don't know. It looks very nice. Heavy rain. I mean, it looks beautiful right now.
1: Right, right now, eighty-one degrees in Augusta, Georgia. Right now, all right, going to get down to fifty tomorrow. Okay, makes sense.
0: And uh, John Rahm is about to tee off, or John Rom tees off in about a half
1: hour, and Victor Havland. in about ten minutes. <laughs> in about ten minutes, here we go. With Tiger Woods, okay, Tiger Tiger Woods sitting right on the cut line. Cut line's looking at plus two currently. Okay, so
0: here's how we're we're rolling the rest of the day. Top of hour two, uh, a baseball version of what's more likely. All right, Russell Crowe, top of our three, we say hello to Jason Kelsey and finish the damn show with him. And we've got a, a football version of what's more likely with him, which is great because it's going to be kind of like a, we'll do our own version of broadcast boot camp where the guys who were invited to NFL Network this week put through the paces. They did, you know, podcasts. They did everything. Um, did fake uh, play-by-play or oh. fake, you know, analysis. Not... For real, but they, you know, did it on tape and things like that. We'll put him through the paces. We'll make, okay, you're an analyst. Here we go. What's more likely? And you got to give him the same treatment, Chris.
1: I'm guessing he'll be better at playing the game than you are. Okay, great. I'll take it. (laughs) It's (laughs) all right. It's aggressive. It's
0: okay. (laughs) (laughs) I understand. But at the end, Mike. leading
1: the Masters pool and I'm a little angry.
0: At the end, Mike. Yeah. Weather report for the weekend for the Masters.
1: I would have brought my (laughs) Masters hat. You should have told him.
0: You can't. I don't know if you can do that. Master's hat. What does that mean? It's, it's funny. Four or five. Well, because the masters, the masters, um, music, we're not allowed to play. I know. But I can. I can wear the hat. I was told by Sean Mitchell. Me reading the lyrics Uh-oh. to Augusta is akin to playing the music. Nah. No. Is oh. it Really? That, yes. Oof. Yeah. I you don't can't. know.
2: Well, happy birthday. I know you. can't. Uh, I don't
0: know. You don't want to yeah. mess with the brother, uh, the cousin of Kenny Loggins. He'll come <laughs> sue you if you're, gonna you're going to start reading the, the lyrics always. of his of his song for called Augusta.
1: You're down the highway. Right. Yeah, you're going to the of-
0: So, for the masters update that we're going to get from Chris, you
2: I went all you night. Grabbed I so, the no, mean, just, just oh, so I'm you sorry. grabbed music
0: yesterday yeah I got new music that we that we were allowed to play yes that we rejected because you said it was too fast Chris right too fast so instead of him finding music that would be similar to the that's slower we recorded you went home re-recorded, re-recorded. It and slowed it down yourself
2: Yeah, we got the technology I mean, do you have on. yesterday's version ready? Uh, I can only play one version. I don't have yesterday's version. Okay. I got rid of it because you didn't He lie.
0: got rid of it. Like, it doesn't exist. Like, exactly. Kaiser Soze, poof, it's gone. Hang on, let me see if I can. Nah, don't I it. I might be able to. Delete on. it from the Well, because if maybe. we're about to play the slower music, I'd want it to, folks to compare it to. No, no,
1: I got the, I got the.
0: Okay, this was yesterday. You thought this was too fast, Chris. A little too fast. When
1: you play the
0: Augusta music, it's a little too fast. Not your kind of tempo, to use the phrase that once won J.K. Simmons an Oscar. Correct. Now you got the new version.
2: Yeah, but at first you
0: slowed it down. You, oh, the birds. The birds okay, okay, good. All right. All right. All uh, right.
1: Oh, stop! Seriously, you guys are gonna sing. This your doesn't own it doesn't sound movie. weird to you. It does sound. It does sound like. Because you see the other down. song. No, That's
0: it. Now it sounds too sad. But all right, lower it, please. Okay. All right. Well, it's give me the great. give me the top ten it's in the leader. It wins to, what's going on with Tiger? for instance. Tiger
1: is about to tee off. Tiger is okay. in the, uh, let's see, 1254 local time Yes. group with Victor Hovland and Xander Shoffley, so they're getting ready to take to number one right now. Victor okay. Hovland is tied for third with John Rahm, who tees off, like we said, in about a half hour. Now, Rich, one of the big stories of the day is the amateur Sam Bennett. This dude is on fire, currently solo fifth at six under with birdies on eight N nine as he makes the turn, uh, with, in the Max Homa group, a great story there. The kid out of Texas A and M. Yeah, we'll tell that later. I, I look forward to Colin Morikawa is two under. He is tied for sixth with Sam Burns and Jordan Spieth. Cam Young tees off in about a half hour. He's with John Rahm, uh, Gary Woodlands even on the day. Justin Rose one under in a big group at four under with Shane Lowry. Xander Shoffley tees off in a minute with Tiger Woods. Adam, Adam Scott, Scott in the group right after them. But your leader, Brooks Kepka, is in the fairway on 18. He is 5-under today. Birdies on 2, 13, 15, and Eagle on 8. Your leader, Brooks Kepka.
0: And um, that was very, uh, very Jim Rome-like at the end there right there, bud.
1: Jason Day also 4-under. Uh, Phil,
0: Phil is three under and uh, on 17, so unless there's a huge blow up,
1: he is going to make the cut. And, yeah. and uh, Phil's had a great day. Phil has four birdies on the day, did double number six, six. Yeah, but, but birdies he's... on 12, 13, both par fives, uh, and a birdie on one, which is one of the hardest holes traditionally. Okay, man. There you go. Well done. And see, Roy McElroy Rich, really struggling. <sighs> four over on his round oh, today. Bummer, man. As he makes the turn, needs to get under that cut line of plus two to play the weekend. One of the big favorites heading into this tournament. So um, we, are 20 de- we are 20 days
0: away from the NFL draft. 20. And, again, it's a C.J. Stroud world. With all due respect to Joey Porter Jr. Just hung up with him. Uh, the Carolina Panthers having him in. I guess that's just a what? For the, so they could trade up? To go see him
1: sure.
0: in a Panther uniform back into the first round? I, I don't know. But the Carolina Panthers are going to choose C.J. Stroud or, or or Bryce Young. And 20 days from the draft, it sure looks like it's still C.J. Stroud. And then Bryce Young goes two, and then it's three. And what happens with Anthony Richardson? Could the Texans just shock everybody and go take Anthony what Richardson? What the Panthers in? shock everybody? Well, that would just be what we call earth-shattering. Where is Anthony Richardson today? Where is he today? Cameron Wolf, my colleague from the NFL Network. He's with the Raiders today. Raiders? He's with the Panthers over the weekend. And then he visits the Colts next week. And then he's scheduled to visit the Titans, Falcons, and Ravens in that order. And let's linger on the last two. What's up with the Falcons seeing him? Now, the Belichick way of doing things is you meet with all these kids now because you never know when you're going to see them against you when you don't take him. He loves, he, he, and, and because you find out what they like, what they dislike, get on the board. What, you know? What's the one thing that you think bothers you or what have you? Tell us something like self-scout. What do you need to work on? So you know that if you face the kid in the fall or the following fall. It's 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 basic. But if the Ravens we just had we just had Arthur Smith say it's Desmond Ritter's world. Of course we talked about Lamar, but he's really expensive. Now, Anthony Richardson doesn't cost you anything. And I guess if he drops to eight, Desmond Ritter, see you. In the same way that I said if Richardson drops to thirteen, and the Jets haven't made a trade with the Packers yet, guess what? Green Bay, welcome to your $60 million-a-year quarterback who doesn't want to play for you. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, correct. Correct. Talk about quick pivot. And then the Ravens wanting to see Anthony Richardson is absolutely a message to wherever Lamar is and absolutely a brilliant way to figure out what if we have such a problem with Lamar? What do we do? Cuz you could also get Anthony Richardson on the spot. You get him there. You trade up to go get him. What do you care if you trade a first round to go get him because you might you might get a first rounder and or two back for Lamar. The ones you give up to maybe go get Anthony Richardson are the ones that you can get you can replenish. Lamar signs a, a an offer sheet with somebody. These are all the moves that you make just in case these things happen. And plus you get to meet a kid in Anthony Richardson that you may face sometime in the fall. The games that they're that are playing right now. Certainly if Anthony Richardson is going to go visit Baltimore, he's going to be like, really? What do we have to talk about? But he's going because you never know. Could he be the guy? Lamar out, Anthony Richardson in. Sorry, Tyler Huntley. In the same way that somehow, some way, Anthony Richardson drops down to eight to Atlanta, they don't pivot on Desmond Ritter? Oh, I think they do. Or if he, they drop and the Falcons just have to flip one just to go get him, do they pivot on Desmond Ritter and surprise everybody on draft night? If they fall in love with him and they see him, they're close enough. That's hailing distance, eight. Somebody went from nine up to one. God, I love this draft. I love this draft. It's really fascinating. And Richardson's one of the most fascinating figures in the draft in quite some time. Jason Kelsey, hour three. Russell Crowe, hour two. What's more likely? Football and baseball still to come here on this fun Friday on a Masters weekend.
1: The Raiders have been everywhere on these quarterbacks, right? What if Richardson falls? He's there at six. Falcons jump to six. Jump the Raiders.
0: Yeah, Detroit would, Detroit would move down two spots. Detroit would move down two spots.
1: I'm ready for everything. Well,
0: uh, I, unless I, I unless they see Richardson at six and they're like, eh, well, I mean, because again, the idea is he that he doesn't sit. start this year. right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know if he'd get past Seattle at five, yep. to be honest with you, because they've already met. Richardson is a fascinating, fascinating draftee because he could go one, two. He could go one also. And he could drop. And then there's Will Levis. And Young versus Stroud and that decision and how long that will linger and how quarterbacks are always attached at the hip. And I just counsel everybody, please, tell us nothing. Let's go into Thursday night 20 days from now, completely clueless. I would love it. Wouldn't that be great? You'd watch. It would be great. Everyone oh, I can't will watch. wait. It's going to be awesome. And then who trades up back into the first round for somebody?
2: Yeah. I mean, we're going to watch regardless.
1: But the no, I know we will. <laughs> I, want, I,
0: want, I want to cast the widest net possible. <laughs> all right. Tiger Woods is teeing off at oh, Augusta for round two. We'll be all over that over the next hour as well.